Welcome to season two of Gamify Your Life on Vibe Stream Beats Podcast, where we interview creators, innovators, movers, and shakers about the eight core principles of gamification and how they are using these principles to win in the real world. I'm your host with the most, Journey Meta. Let the games begin. What's up, world? This is Journey, Journey Meta, aka Journey DJ Journey, whatever you want to call me. Happy New Year. It's 2022, and we're kicking this year off with a special someone. She's She's been in my life for a short period of time, and I call it a short period of time, like two years, three years, and so on and so forth, but it seems like a lifetime of friendship. I want to introduce you to the very special Marquita Monet. How are you doing, sister? I'm doing, wow, I'm doing divine. That's my best answer. I'm doing divine. Yes, yes. Well, welcome to Vibe Stream Beats. This is our gamification season two, and you're the first to kick it off. So I'm super, super duper happy for having you. And uh, are you ready to get off into it? Because I am. Absolutely. I'm, I'm eager as a beaver. Okay. Me too. Okay. That's so cute. <laughs> let's 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 kick this off. So uh, there's there's eight principles to gamification. So I'm going to start with one. What is your meaning, your why, your purpose? Well, you know that's a very interesting word when you relate it to my life as it pertains to this world journey, because mm-hmm. I literally had that realization or like an epiphany probably uh, the latter part of May 2021 and that was when I was writing my final paper uh, for the purpose of getting into um, a doctoral program and when I wrote that paper or as I was writing that paper I realized that everything that I had gone through in my journey in life prepared me to be somewhat of a conduit to prove to the world that there is hope in the realness of God. Mm. So I believe the meaning of me in this world is so that I can bring fluidity to the realness of God so that others can have hope, Um, especially knowing if someone or if anyone knows that I you know, used to not believe in God at all. Yeah, that's beautiful. Which takes us to number two. After you realize this meaning, what is there or what is it that you want to accomplish with this purpose and this meaning? Wow, you're good, Journey. You're good. Um. True, because once we have the realization, it's not just to sit on it. Yeah, it's work. So it's like, okay, so how am I going to work this? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what do I need to accomplish to um, be um, fluid? Again, there's that word in my purpose, my meaning in this world. And so um, I think it aligns with what I was doing prior to coming into that realization. And that was preparing 
to work towards my, you know, PhD. And that is in, you know, religious studies. And my particular component is refuting every argument or criticizing every argument until it has no leg to stand on um, as it relates to God not being real. And who better to do that than someone who was like the literal definition of an agnostic and an atheist mixed together, if, if at all possible. Wow. And um, also to uh, support uh, any argument and bring life to it that uh, states that there is a realness to God and who he is. And so how I plan to accomplish that is to get the most credible and sound knowledge to uh, research and to record all phenomenological evidence, um, various phenomenons that uh, contribute to the reality of God. And I think you and I both were discussing Journey uh, when we were talking about how, you know, in order to prove the realness of God, supernatural activity does that. So our supernatural experiences proves the realness of God or at least the start of proving the realness of God that supernatural activity really is real to those who are not believers. Mm. So I believe, um, I hope to accomplish um, being put in a position where my knowledge is sound so that it can be respected by those who do not yet believe as I do, as you do, because respectfully, we need to have compassion and empathy for them as well. I was once there. And then also, you know, utilizing platforms such as this amazing one that you've provided, you're such you know, a, a giving person, a person that likes to help others. And so getting on platforms where people provide that opportunity um, gives me access to accomplish that goal, improving his realness. Excellent. That's wow. That's a great, great explanation and, and picture view for for the audience, which brings me to number three. How do you use creativity to express this meaning that's inside of you? Wow. I'd love to hear someone else answer that. So <laughs> I'm going to answer and you may chime in. Um, but I believe creatively I use music. I use music. I, I hear music. I hear messages in music and I attach um life to the music to make it real or more real to people um music is catchy music people can relate to whether you look at it biblically non-biblically you know music that lifts your spirit that causes you to praise it removes heaviness it removes depression and it's it, it's so needed all the time but we especially saw where music was needed some people that were not even known literally became known all known all around the world and you know became these media sensations because of what they offered with music during the the pandemic because so many people that did not realize that they had literal clinical depression um, came to the realization that they did during this pandemic because it forced us to face ourselves and not hide behind anything, not hide behind people, not live through people, but to really face ourselves. So I think one of the things that um, 
I love that I do or that I see that I do creatively is I use music as a sound base or as a baseboard or as, I don't know, as this, as one of the most important pieces to my puzzle of anything that I create, whether it's something that you can read, whether it's a series um, of, of quotes or, or my writing, I always like to provide a music bed as much as possible. So creatively using music helps to lift people's spirit and it gets them to thinking and it gets them to feel, you know, something besides sadness. Yes, yes. I can definitely feel that because I am music. So well, exactly. from my, my <laughs> point, um, number four, how do you approach ownership? <laughs> ownership yeah how do you how do you approach that in in your life hmm. i would say starting with self owning hmm. owning owning everything that i've come to recognize is my responsibility you know you ever heard like a, a good parent or a a great teacher or just anyone that guides us in our lives like you know you know you need to own up to it you need to own up to it you need to own up to what you did let's start there with acceptance so i think for me when i view ownership um in terms of me in this world it is just owning up to who i am and you and i were talking about how i you know recognize that this year is the year of truth for me and for everyone that that has heard that clarion call, I would see different people that posted about that. I was like, wow, I'm not the only one. I'm so grateful. But I have declared this as the year of truth in my life. And anybody that is around me or in my life, they will be embedded into that fabric. You know, and so ownership, I think I'd like to offer to everyone um, that is hearing me is just to own up with no apologies, no embarrassment, no condemnation to who you are, what you are, and use that truth to help you to do what? To accomplish, right, Journey? To create. Yeah. So ownership is very important. Yeah. So number five, how important is social influence to you? Social influence is very, very important to me from this aspect because it is something that is real and it is something that is relevant in today's society. Oftentimes I hear people say, oh, they go from an angle of, you know, social media and, you know, start talking about everybody posting only good things and all of this type of stuff. Listen, social media is a very real thing that goes back to ownership, owning it. And on this platform, on a social media platform, you can learn about, learn a lot about people. But for me, it's not just so much people that I don't know. You can learn so much about people that we do know. You can learn who will support you publicly. You know, everybody's real good with wanting to kick it with you behind closed doors and, you know, pulling from your brilliance behind closed doors. You know, hey, Journey, can you help me with this? Hey, Journey, can you help me with this? What about this? Because they know your connections and your favor, right? But how many of those same people that draw from you, and I know you pour like a waterfall into so many people. You have such a beautiful heart in that way. How many of those people show up for you and will honor you publicly? I mean, literally, 
see when you make a post or, you know, share it, you know, or just click like just to say, I love you. So social media, uh, that is the thing that's ringing most in me, uh, ringing that rings most in my spirit and my heart, as opposed to just the cliche things that we can say that may very well be true. Oh, we can use it as a platform to reach people. It's like, I'm at this point right now, the people that are listening to me or that would gravitate to me, duh. Yeah. You know, like that's elementary level. Let's go PhD. Social media is a great outlet for you to learn who will be able to grow with you, journey, who will be able to move with you, elevate with you in your life. Social media, uh, everyone who's listening to us will reveal to you who you can take to your next level. This may be a part one and part two. <laughs> hey, I, I love your perspective on it because I mean, you know, from the people on this show it's 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 a different it's a different approach but I, I love the way that you look at it and i see it i see it within your your engagement and also your um your, yeah. your post and what you do yeah Amazing. absolutely i don't want to be a hypocrite at all okay so which brings me to number six uh for what it is you do how are you creating scarcity and do you look at yourself as this one of a kind human being that make these these intimate engagements that people will never ever forget i can answer that for you because <laughs> when i first met you it was just like wow marquita monet does not exist anywhere else in the world she's how do you look at that scarcity within yourself wow my heart is so touched thank you thank you so much for that journey um especially with you know everything that you know that i've been going through and um i know you know things that you share with me as friends and you know when we think in terms of scarcity when i think in terms of scarcity what i hear you communicating to me is things that are scarce in in the world what can i offer that how what can i offer the world uh that the world is limited in getting or the world is limited with getting okay right 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 and so with that being said i believe there's a realness that i have there is a brutal honesty that i have that comes from a place of love though however that comes from a place of authentic, purified, pain-buffeted love that I have not seen offered by anyone else. I haven't. I have not seen anyone match that. I've had some amazing people in my life. I have some amazing people in my life. I have some you know, terrific people that are transitioning from my life and into my life, and I'm grateful for that process. But when I tell you, you know, offering people authenticity, offering people uh, something that would prevent them from falling or or getting bad karma. You know, lots of people refer to karma as something bad. But if they really understand the Jainism and and, and karma as it relates to the the, how it influences, you know, um, you know, Indonesia and, and, you know, the, the the. more Eastern Indian type culture, they'll understand that karmas are, can bad karmas can also be shed. And so when I look at the scarcity, I am that person that does not 
walk around saying, watch your karma or karma's gonna get you. I am that person that if you listen and you adhere, it will prevent karma or those who do not use the term karma, you know, such as, you know, I am a Christian and so I can understand some Christians that may not, you know, it will prevent you from reaping bad, bad, a bad harvest from a horrible seed that you planted. So I believe that I can offer the world truth because of love. I can be vulnerable. I can say, hey, let's have a conversation what's really going on you know and i've grown to that point it wasn't always the case journey that wasn't always the case where i can just say i would cut people off i would shut them off assuming that they should already know but i have conversations and i say hey you know what's going on let's figure this out i can be honest about what i feel what i need and not be and not feel bad because i was honest and told you what i need this makes me feel loved. Yeah. So I think I offer the world a platform where they can be encouraged to be honest and vulnerable and understand when they are, that if someone does not respond in the same honest and vulnerable way, it's okay. They're just not there. They're just not there. So that, I feel that that is incredibly scarce in the world. You can see that again, reflected on social media. Absolutely. You can see it. Wow. Like my post, I'm not going to like your post. You don't, you know, you don't do this. You don't do this. And I get that. We don't want to necessarily fuel good yeah. energy or beautiful energy or use our good energy by rewarding quote unquote people who are doing intentional evil. Okay. But there are times that if you are operating in love, you are willing to be in a surrendered place that if you hear God's love ministering to you and saying, Hey, do this kind gesture for this person, then that means there may be something that we may not see. Do it. Yeah. So I offer that that is very scarce and I recognize it and it's not easy being alone in this, but people such as yourself that I have these conversations with, they at least embrace it and they grow into it because they feel the love they identify love and they want it i love your approach towards scarcity because i've heard a lot of things but just being authentic going to that word the authenticity brings on different moments that you can't replace that's what people are looking for nowadays. I mean, we've always been looking for that, but we've always been looking for someone to come into our life and to just say something or to do something. Yes. And they just walk away and we're like, wow, I've never heard it this way. Wow. They've changed the way that I move now. And I, you do that. You do that. And you do that from the work that you do. It's like... The work that you do brings you to this point of, of of approaching things in this authentic way because you know you just have so much source material in you and then you hear something and you can give that to that person in this very authentic and unique way knowing that this is going to serve them right yes you know yes. so I, I i just needed to paraphrase and 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 to actually sum that up yes thank you George. Um, that's my real heart and you got it and i appreciate you expressing that you are it <laughs> number seven which 
falls right into this um the way that you move is it unpredictable and can the world expect a new you this year hmm. um which, I... which if you if if you again to to add on to this and to to form a perspective um like from what you learned last year coming into that realization of your meaning i can say if a person has known you for the three years that i've known you or so on and so forth and the experiences that you had they can expect a new marquita and a very thorough marquita and that creates this unpredictability could you explain that unpredictability and how it has affected your life in a way Wow. Um, well, I'm going to attempt to answer that and you can yes. guide me in the direction that uh, you want Want this. To no, 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 no training wheels, just, just from your perspective, no training yeah. wheels, just, you yeah. know. Yeah, but I totally want to respect yeah. this this amazing thing that you're doing for, for, for the world um, in gamification. But, you know, life, you know, it's like the game of life. And um, so, you know, as it relates to unpredictability, I would say um, on December 1st, I heard the word suddenly, and I often hear it, we've heard it, it it's used as a cliche. Um, it's something that that comes in people's spirit that uh, pray and that seek God and who meditate, and they will feel this enlightenment and are reminded of the suddenly. Okay, so on December 1st, in short, I heard suddenly. And so in my hearing suddenly, you know, I was to celebrate it, but I also knew that suddenly would bring about anything. It could bring about someone transitioning in life. It could bring about, you know, someone getting a deal that they've been, you know, working for for years, for months, day and night. Um, but it could be they can suddenly get pregnant. It can be that they can suddenly experience a loss. Whatever the case, I just knew it. But I knew that God wanted me to celebrate it. God's love wanted me to celebrate it because he was reminding me that all things work together for the good. With that being for the ones who love him, for the ones who are intentional about acting in a loving way, um, based on what he says is love, <laughs> you know, um, it's going to work together. It's all going to work together. And so when I look at unpredictability, I, I'm to a place where I've, I, I have evolved to a place where I have recognized that there was still somewhat of a people pleaser in me. And this is how you can identify a people pleaser versus someone that just celebrates people. Um, a people pleaser will do things for people that the love of God is not necessarily telling you to do. It's like, he may not want you to get that bicycle for them because he knows that they drink a lot and they may get on that bike while they're drunk and get hit, okay? So that's a broad that's a broad example, but I wanted people to get it really quickly. So that's the difference of, but whereas a person who's just, you know, honoring or just being kind to someone, you know, is that person that hears or that is sensitive to know what to do, when to do it, when to move, how to operate, when to flow. And I would just do it anyway. I would just, you know, just reward these people, esteeming them, just doing all of these type of things when they were incredibly disrespectful. But I came into the enlightenment that I was loved, which I shared with you. We don't have time to share right now. But I came into the enlightenment that I, God is not only real, but how much he values me and loves me. After all of these years, I awakened to that in 2021, which, as you know, was one of my biggest breakthrough, breakthroughs.
So as it relates to unpredictability, I will not be the same. And I believe I will not be the same. I will be love, but I am going to be very sure in what, you know, um, I believe that, you know, God has shown me how I am to operate as it relates to what I am in this world and who I am supposed to be in this world. I will not um, remain, you know, in relationships with people who um, disrespect me. I will not. So the predictability is not that I'm just going to, you know, be present for you when you disrespect me and there's no validity to what you did. I'm not going to, you know, reward people for their wrong. I will continue to show kindness because of grace, but I'm not going to issue out rewards for wrong. You know, we all good parents don't even do that to their children. You're going to reward them for sticking their hand where it almost got burned on the stove. No, you may not spank them. You know, I don't think that's necessary most times anyway. You may not put them in timeout, but you'll have a conversation with them. And you're certainly not going to reward them because they're going to think, oh, I should take this bad risk all the time. So journey, um, as me, as it relates to unpredictability, you know, there are things that people know about me. You know, I like music. People know I'm a girl that loves to vibe. You know, um, people know that I, most people would know who my friends are because of how much I honor and esteem them, even if they do not esteem me. Mm -hmm. um, in this season of my life, don't expect that I'm going to have the same, that those people are going to be my friends in 2022 because I've come into the realization of God loving me. And so in me coming to the realization of God loving me, you learn what respect really is. And I've learned to recognize why I attracted myself to toxic relationships and was just so grateful because they fulfilled a twisted void in my life. And, but were they really capable of being a friend to me? You know, because you can't be a friend to someone that you don't communicate with that you just say, oh, I'm gonna just cut you off or I'm not gonna speak to you, which is what I did. So, you know, in this season, don't, you know, don't predict, people probably thought I would be teaching, I'm not. People are feel some type of way because I'm not coming back to their schools or contracting with them, I'm not. Everything is changing with Marquita, everything. And I think that that's gonna be really good for what I can offer the world as I come into my truism, I am happy true year. Um, you're going to see a very beautiful truth hmm. named Marquita Monet. Drake. Period. Wow. <laughs> yes, friends. Yes. yes. Period. So Marquita Monet, we'll close it out with this one. Uh, avoidance. When your purpose became clear, what was it you wanted to avoid? Well, this is the perfect conclusion journey because it ties into what we were, what I was just sharing with you. And um, I am going to avoid um, people pleasing. I'm going to avoid um, giving my attention to individuals who are very disrespectful, who do not consider my time, do not consider my kindness. They consider their wound or their offense or their 
vindictiveness or whatever it is that they feel that they need to do because they have not chosen to work that out and become more healthy um, and as it relates to having conversations and dealing with the fearful things. I'm going to avoid um, giving my time to those types of people, my resources, my energy, my prayers, anything independent of what I know God directly inspires me to do. Um, I share with you, and I'd like to say this in conclusion to that avoidance part, is um, I came to the revelation that it is a season and I had a series of dreams where we are to show no mercy to anything that opposes the divine part of who you are, your divinity. Show no mercy to anything, any entity, any person, any person you meet, component, any social media person you follow that you've never met. I don't care what it is. Show no mercy to it. There are people during the time of biblical times that probably would have said, oh, don't hurt Goliath. He just needs to change. He just needs somebody to pray for him. No, David took that slingshot and God anointed it and decapitated him. And while that made people make made, made people feel uncomfortable, you know, we're going to have to work on these things that make us feel uncomfortable because I have to be honest. God is not just some God that makes you feel like we're on the Wizard of Oz where you click your sparkly red heels three times. Like, I love stuff like that. I'm a sparkle girl. He is also savage with his love. People die for the things that they believe in and for others. So I would leave, um, you know, uh, on that note of avoidance by saying, avoid anything, any person. When you come into it, you may not have known that they were doing it last year. But this year, in 2022, everybody, avoid anything, any person. I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your children, your aunt, your cousin, the people that you are calling your BFF, whatever. Uh, avoid it. Show no mercy to it. They didn't take the time to, to, let's say, fight for you, have a conversation. That means God concealed your value. God did not reveal your value to them. And that is a reason. They cannot be trusted with who you really are right now. So he's showing us who people are right now on this level. If they cannot respond to a text message that was kind, now they will not respond to it when you're famous. But the very reason why they did not respond to it in this season, whatever's going on in their heart, is the reason why they would speak to a tabloid. People say trust the process with this avoidance thing. I say trust God's process. Know clearly what process you're in. And in trusting God's process, that is trusting the process of love. Do not speak on love unless you understand what it is. Perhaps start and look up the definition of what love is again. Marquita Monet, you just been gamified. You play the game of life at the highest level. And I want to thank you for your time and your wisdom and your understanding and sharing this because this is very important to the world and other human beings that uh, wanna play life at a high level. Tell the audience where they can find you. Well, you guys can find me on Instagram. That is literally my only social media outlet at this time and that is intentional. It is at Marquita Monet, that's M-A-R-K. E-E-D-A, Monet is M-O-N-E-T. And you'll see the acronym D, comma, M-M, that is not for doctor, Marquita Monet, not a doctor yet. 
that is my citation when you start working scholastically you need to get your citation so that is a citation for drake comma marquita monet <laughs> marquita thank you for your time thank you journey always a pleasure cheers thank you for listening to vibe stream beats podcast for more information go to solo.to forward slash vibe stream beats or follow us on facebook instagram twitter and wherever you get your podcast programming.